Well, it's good, folks. We're back with episode two. Whoop, whoop. I did a podcast with my mama over Christmas break, and it was awesome because she's super smart. She has a business in the antique store, so we talked about um, a lot of business stuff and a lot of uh, self-growth type things and getting done what you want to get done, and yeah, it was, it was really good. We sort of jumped right into it when I went over to her house, so I, um, I started, sort of started recording in the middle of a conversation because we were getting into it, so I said might as well uh, make this part of it. So it starts a little bit abrupt, but you'll catch up with us. And I hope you enjoy it. Cheers. How much I know about stuff until I start talking about it. I think a lot of people are that way. You don't, mm-hmm. you don't really know. I started, somebody asked me about furniture one day. And I started talking about furniture. I had no idea. I was talking about furniture for like 20 minutes and wood and this and that. And I, yeah. When I was done, I was like, damn, I yeah. didn't know I knew all that stuff about furniture, even though. I'm actually really smart. I'm actually super smart. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I should know that much about it. I've been dealing mm-hmm. with it for long enough, but mm-hmm. you know. Well, that's uh, why conversations are so cool is because you sort of learn while you're doing it even if you're learning what you already know <laughs> like yes. like that situation yeah. yes. and that's the reason I want to do this is to I feel like I have all this stuff in my head that sometimes when I try to say it, it's too unorganized or yes. too broad or yes. getting into too many different things but yeah like when you practice more and more and you kind of have themed conversations you sort of hone in on the actual message that you're trying to yes. say and getting feedback from other people too it like yes yeah it yeah. makes you figure it out by getting that feedback and by having to do it in the first place right right anything you're speaking or trying to convey a message it's, it's it is a massive practice and learning for sure i've told you a million times when i've been talking to people and i can have a pretty big group pretty riled up and then i'm like oh, i don't know where i'm going with this <laughs> i kind of know but i don't Someone else come in for the guitar solo, quick. So funny. It's so funny. But interesting, like, about that, um, I was just listening to a Tony Robbins thing today, which was really, really good, actually. You should listen to it. And it's kind of like a little bit about you are what you think you are a little bit, you know, like Mm -hmm. so many things. But it was really, uh, I won't do it any justice right now because my brain's a little jambled, but um, uh, it's like, you live up to whatever you think you are. So therefore, I don't. I always pin myself as not that smart. So therefore, I thought I didn't know that much about furniture. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm. I already have myself pegged as not that smart. So I think mm-hmm. I don't know that much about furniture. I've been handling furniture every day for 23 years. You know, mm-hmm. and I know a lot about furniture. But way mm-hmm. back there, I think I'm not that smart. So I must yeah, not know that much. Put like about a wall furniture. up. Yeah. <laughs> It's really funny. Yeah, it's weird. Really we interesting. We do that to ourselves. It's really interesting. That was a really. It seems good one. like the opposite of what we would want to do like well it's that brain training stuff it's yeah, like our brain yeah. is trained uh we have trained our brain to mm-hmm. do x and yeah. we just have to get out of that yeah you know? and back to the judgment that's one of those <laughs> things that we sort of fall into from a, just our um overall situation of what we're exposed to is uh that we're like trained to judge so then we get too used to judging so then we judge other people 
compared to ourselves and we make them seem really good and that puts us lower yeah. rather yeah. than like seeing how great they are yeah. and letting them be great and not letting it make us feel less than like we can both oh, yeah. be great yeah, <laughs> which is something great. that we, we, we seem to win. not yeah. like let ourselves yeah. do yeah it's weird and yeah. Like, usually you'll talk to those people who you think are so great, and then you hear their various struggles, and oh, they yeah. can look at you and be like, oh, I thought you were so great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, That's funny. Me? Yeah. <laughs> it is funny. We're all, all our worst, our it's own like, worst critics. Yeah. Har- harshest critic, I should say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you want to talk about the shop stuff? Yeah. Start with yeah. That? Mm-hmm. Um, Let's, it is a good... I'm really thinking, I'm, I got, oh man, I'm so excited for this new year, I can't even stand it. Because this year, I'm putting my shit in place. Mm-hmm. I've got I've got so many, that's why I need to get that organized, so I can just start. Mm-hmm. Well, you say that yeah. after 23 years of having a business, and this previous year being your best year, so what does that mean to get your <laughs> shit in well, place? Um, well, if, um, yes, actually, I had a great quote, um, uh, trouble you too much of it, but it was a great quote about what, what have you, um, I listened to that, or I look at, I have that James Clear thing, that's what my phone is, um, oh, it's right here. um, and it was a great question, because it was like, what did you want that you don't want anymore, and what do you, or what are you now replacing that with, and it was more like broader picture, uh, life kind of, uh, thing and so for me it was like um, no, no. it was uh, very much uh, what I wanted before was to be as successful be successful in my business you know and I want it so badly let's see uh, I want to do it justice and over the last 10 years what has become more important to you and what has become less important to you mm. great question you would love this. Every week, you can get three ideas, two quotes, and one question. Mm-hmm. And it ends, up, it ends up every week. So it's a great way to end the week. You listen mm-hmm. to the quotes, the ideas, the quotes, and the question. <clears throat> so for me, it was really interesting because <clears throat> I was so just um, busy, 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 working, 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 trying to do the best job I could possibly do everywhere all the time. Go, 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 go. I still like that. I'm still like that. That is my nature. <laughs> mm-hmm. But the shift from, and I can honestly say I never worried about being successful at all. I just wanted to do a good job. I never mm-hmm. wanted to disappoint anybody ever. Mm-hmm. I still don't. But now what is, I know I can do that now. I mm-hmm. got it. I could do it in my sleep. I could buy more stuff than you could ever imagine. I could make it beautiful and I could sell it. I'm pretty positive about that. that But really, the whole thing about creating, you know, helping other people that are starting out, I could be so, so, so helpful. I, I see how people... It's a known thing, like people who get to a certain point in their life, what you want to do is you want to give back. Mm-hmm. You want to give your knowledge away. You mm-hmm. want to give what you've learned. And also, you want to help people that are starting. But also, another real huge dream of mine this year, and I can, I can taste it, is I want my family down there, the Luckett's family, to hum like a hummingbird. I want them to be so united within each other mm-hmm. and so united um, 
also just um, amazing to the customers, like everything. I want it to be a level 10 experience when people come into that store, like mm-hmm. none they've ever experienced before. And I don't mean like in a butt kissy way, just in a, mm-hmm. wow, everybody's tuned into each other. Everybody's tuned into the customers. And, and to, you know, um, I met the man who uh, is the chef at um, the Inn at Little Washington, and he it's 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 one of the few. It's like a, not just a five star restaurant, but it's like a, it's one of the greatest restaurants in the world, and it's been rated that for like years and years and years. And I got home? to meet at the Inn at Little Washington. I got to meet the chef at when Terry graduated from her culinary school. He was the keynote speaker, mm. and when he was done talking. I was fortunate enough to talk to. I just went over and I had a hundred questions. I went. He's a pretty famous guy, actually, Chef Patrick. He's the thing, and he said, you know, one of the things in his speech was about uh, being a great chef is three parts. One part is art is your palate is the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, athleticism and and theater. It's all the theater of it all. When you mm-hmm. walk into the restaurant, this feeling that you have, this mm-hmm. all that, that feeling, that like theater of it all, like it's yeah, almost magical. Environment, it's yeah. almost magical. Mm-hmm. It's like, how can I create that? How can I, you know, because you can order anything you want online and there's really, I mean, I've got some things that are special, but you can find them. Mm-hmm. What sets you apart? What makes you amazing? Mm-hmm. And how do you, it's kind of funny. There's that other whole thing. It's like, how do you, um, how do you, I was, I had a talk I gave to my, my, um, um, my, um, vendors this year. And I was like, you know, what, what is it that you want? What is, why do you do this? Why do you care? Why do you still want to bother? You're all, you've all done it for a million years. Some of you make money, some of you don't make money. Why do you want to do it? And it's like, you know, I, and, and I had to ask my own self that question first. Why do I still want to do this? I could walk away in a minute, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, because I want to be amazing. Mm-hmm. I really want to be amazing. I want to be amazing all the time. I want to always <laughs> just be like, oh my God, I can't believe they did that now, you know? Mm-hmm. And then it's like, well, how do you get to amazing? And what is amazing? Well, how you get to amazing is you have to care. Mm-hmm. You have to care so much that you, and it's not, it is a little bit about being better than everybody else, but not in a numbers way. Not it's just in a wow. Mm-hmm. Damn, mm-hmm. that's amazing. Because mm-hmm. I just don't feel like there's a lot of that out there. Mm-hmm. You got Target, you got Costco, you got little grandma's antique stores, you got this, you got that. But what's amazing? Mm-hmm. What's just like, mm, you know? Mm-hmm. I want to be that. I want to go out like that. I want to go like always on the top of my game mm-hmm. and every single year it's like what can we do that we haven't done before what mm-hmm. can we do that would be cooler what could we do that be more interesting mm-hmm. how can we be better and I know we can be better now our customer service can be better mm-hmm. our caring can be better our staff unity can be better if the guys aren't that busy and there's a line at the counter how come they can't help they're just sitting there mm-hmm. they're part of the team you know how the whole mm-hmm. team needs to be cohesive mm-hmm. so I'm very excited about that I've got so many ideas and nice. and I want to elevate my staff like I was thinking about this lately I was thinking about like everybody should always want the best for everybody else mm-hmm. And that almost makes me want to cry because it's like, what does that really mean? And it's like, you don't want to take from anyone selfishly. You want 
to give to them to help them elevate themselves to be the very best they can be with or without you mm-hmm. with or without you and mm-hmm. that's the key because a lot of people want people whether it's a, a a spouse or an employee or whatever selfishly mm-hmm. all their needs to be met mm-hmm. but what you really want is for those people to grow and learn and be the very best they can be yeah. and let them fly if they have to because you've done an amazing job of letting them grow mm-hmm. you know yeah, it's it reminds a beautiful, me of the, the beautiful. Famous, you could give them a fish or teach them how to fish. Yeah, yeah, yes, <laughs> that's right. Themselves. Yeah. And so for everybody, it's like, you know, some of my people have really elevated themselves big time, mm-hmm. big time, and have really put themselves in a really good position. Mm-hmm. But I feel really proud to have given them the space to be their best mm-hmm. at what they're good at. Mm-hmm. And that's a beautiful thing, Yeah, you know? Yeah. Yeah. A lot That's of what exciting. you're saying is making me think of that tribal leadership book. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you read that. Um, but it's all about yeah, elevating your employees and there's basically five steps or five different like categories that you can be placed and kind of forget what they all are, but the lowest one is life sucks. So you have an employee who's just like really dragging and it's almost that. like yeah. that that level one is more like people who are in gangs and like if you have a business that your average is level one you're you probably have a failing business yeah <laughs> and yes. the, the top one the top yeah, level you can be is life is great mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. your business is working for more than the business so mm-hmm. yes as um, yes. for some context of that number four is we're great mm-hmm. so yeah. an example of that is like apple and microsoft mm-hmm. like they're sort of in competition so they're all about them being the best, but then you can leverage your employees to a point even beyond that mm-hmm. where life is great and they're doing it like for what you were saying, just to bring that wow factor, just to be yeah. amazing and to yeah. show like the beauty well, that is Well, everything else follows is what I've learned. If you try mm-hmm. to do anything for money only, uh, I just heard a good line in a song when I was sitting here cooking that said, uh, uh, so, some people are so poor, the only thing they have is money. Mm-hmm. And I was mm-hmm. like, it's not about money at all. But what I've learned about that is when you do a good job, when you care to a level 10, when you're putting everything out, when you're passionate, when you care, the money follows. Mm-hmm. It, it'll be there. Don't worry about it. Don't mm-hmm. even think about it. You know, Just proceed forward mm-hmm. because it will follow. Mm-hmm. But when you only do stuff for money... I'm going to make a million dollars because I'm going to write a book. That's probably not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. if you're writing the book to make a million dollars, it's probably not. Yeah, the end goal is it's too short-sighted because, yeah, you get that money and then it's like, well, what are you doing then if you don't you're have anything? You're not happy. Yeah, you're not, ha- you're not doing it to, to fulfill anything. And mm-hmm. I, I, fi- I feel more passionate than I've ever felt about my... And we have a... I mean, pretty much everyone who works there is always like, I've never worked any place like this in my life. I mean, Mm -hmm. nobody's like this. Nothing works like this, you know, Mm -hmm. because I'm not all wooly and nutty about stuff. But, Mm -hmm. you know, they're adults. Everybody's supposed to be an adult. Mm -hmm. It's not that complicated of a job, you know. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's your main goal for the the upcoming year is is staff? 
cohesion and yeah and i'll give you that book we have it at home it's it's all about i remember that but i forgot about it but that's good it, yeah it's about seeing where your employees are and for each stage they have leveraging points to get mm-hmm. them to the next stage mm-hmm. and yeah it's yeah it's really good. that's a good one yeah mm-hmm. i do need that one because i'm really i'm right in that time that mind frame right now mm-hmm. and and it's unfortunate because sometimes you have ones that you know are not mentally capable of stepping up. Mm-hmm. And so then it's trying to decide with the difficult decisions, people you care about, people who are part of the family, but mm-hmm. what do you do about it? Mm-hmm. How do you fix that? Mm-hmm. When they're just mentally checked out, mm-hmm. mentally don't want to, just don't. Yeah, they're not putting you know, anything into nothing. it, no matter yeah. what you're no. laying down. And there's, yeah. you know, there are many people out there who go into work with the mindset of, you know, they're rich, I'm poor, screw them, I've opened this store for them every day for the last five years, and what have I gotten, blah, 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 what, me, 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 poor me, poor me, poor me, well, that's why you are poor you, because <laughs> you see yourself as poor me, mm-hmm. so you are poor me, mm-hmm. you know, and they just come in with bitterness in their heart, or whatever, and, you know, it's weird to me, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and then you see ones that just float right in, that just go to a level 10 immediately. Mm-hmm. Just start taking things upon themselves that I hadn't mm-hmm. even thought of. They just do it. Absorb responsibility. Absorb, yeah, instantly. <laughs> it happen, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. I had a great line that Jim said to me in the past year that I really appreciated a lot. A lot of times he gives me some real gems that really help me. And he said, I said to him one day, I was like, you know, it's awkward and weird having power over others. I have mm-hmm. power over your job. Mm-hmm. I have power over whether or not you have a you know, space to sell things here, you know, mm-hmm. I have power, you know, whether you're not, you're going to get a paycheck this week, and pay mm-hmm. your bills. I was like, it's really awkward. I, it's a weird position to be in because I don't really, I'm not comfortable in that. Mm-hmm. And he said, you don't, you don't have that power. Don't kid yourself. You don't have that power at all. He said, let's just take your very best employee. You know, let's take, let's take Diana. She's like a saint. I mean, she is literally unbelievable every day. She never wavers. She's never wavered for 10 years now. She's a level 10 human being and employee. He goes, would you think for one minute to do anything to Diana? That you would end her job or put her in danger? I was like, well, no, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. And he was like, so you don't have any power over that. She put herself in that position. She mm-hmm. took that mm-hmm. role. Mm-hmm. And... You have no power. You can't get rid of her now. Mm-hmm. You couldn't live without her. Yeah. And I was like, oh, she that's true. It. Yeah. She owns it. Yeah. And he's like, you know, you take another one that you could dispose of tomorrow. Well, that's because they didn't put anything into the pot. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Mm-hmm. So that was their choice. Mm-hmm. Not your choice. Yeah. You didn't get to decide that. And mm-hmm. I was like, wow. Yeah, that's, that's a huge thing. Uh, Jordan Peterson always says... It's like, are you unsatisfied? Well, get some responsibility. Add to your responsibilities because then that you can feel yourself adding value to the situation. And then that comes back to you and energizes you. It's yeah. like, if you don't know what to do, pick this rock up and put it over there. Like, <laughs> yeah. contribute yeah. in some way and you'll then that will build off itself. And that work that it's almost like we we think it's too much of work and not enough return mm-hmm. right. but that it's just like an illusion in our minds like oh, I don't want to do this now we like put things off or don't do it because 
the the return is invisible it's hard to see but mm-hmm. when you take that responsibility and you put that extra work in then you start to feel it and it just comes mm-hmm. yeah um, so it's, that's in that it's, whole investing yourself thing yeah it's exactly what it is you're putting mm-hmm. the investment into yourself mm-hmm. into yourself you're putting it right in the bank every time you do that mm-hmm. but so many are looking outward for others to do for them mm-hmm. actually that was another great one I just read. I might have been in that same one, I gotta say it, because it was so good. It was so, I loved it so much. It said, it said, I wanna he told his nine-year-old daughter on Christmas, I want to give you something that will stay with you for more than a few months or years. I want to give you a gift that might remind you of me every Christmas. If I could give you if I could give you just one thing, I'd want it to be the simple truth that took me many years to learn. If you learn it now, it may enrich your life in hundreds of ways. And it may prevent you from facing many problems that have hurt people who have never learned it. The truth is simply this. No one owes you anything. And it was like, yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Nobody owes you anything. You Mm -hmm. owe yourself. Back to the thing about the divisiveness. Back to the thing. Back to everything. In every single teeny, weeny, tiny thing is within you. Everything. Mm -hmm. The entire universe Mm -hmm. is in you. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, I'll be 60 years old this year, and I finally got it. (laughs) I got it. It took me that Mm -hmm. long to Mm -hmm. really get it. Mm -hmm. Really, 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 really get it. Mm -hmm. And it's so great. It's Mm -hmm. the greatest gift I've ever Mm -hmm. given myself, however it's evolved into it. Mm -hmm. I get it. Mm -hmm. Every, sometimes I'm feeling... Uh, less than sometimes I'm feeling this sometimes I'm feeling that and every single thing has to do with me mm-hmm. <laughs> that's it mm-hmm. and nobody owes me anything mm-hmm. nothing mm-hmm. I owe it to myself mm-hmm. if I was stripped of every single thing I have tomorrow I feel pretty good I got it mm-hmm. I know what to do mm-hmm. I can take care of myself it back, it's yeah. so good it's the greatest feeling in the whole wide world mm-hmm. And, you know, throughout my tumultuous, you know, past, whatever, you know, in every single thing, there's a gift and a silver lining. There really is. Mm -hmm. This is what I got out of that. Mm -hmm. So good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So good. Mm -hmm. So good. I'm grateful. Yeah. I'm grateful. It's interesting how before you get to that point, there's so much fear associated with Mm. that like owning yourself yeah. and being that one that's in charge. Yeah. We've for some reason have this feeling that or so many people have this feeling that it's it's like too much to own ourselves. But then yeah. when you step into it and you're doing it, you're like, "No, Damn, this is awesome. I got like, this. It's I can very do nice. It, I, I can do anything. It's mm-hmm. so good. It mm-hmm. is so so good and and every little baby step you do it continues to reinforce that the better and better. That's why I'm so excited about this year. There's so many things I've labeled myself too disorganized. I don't, I'm not not proactive enough. I'm not this, I'm not that. I'm taking all those labels away. I'm putting them in the trash can and I'm putting one foot in front of the other and I'm doing all the things I said I've been going to do. And I'm just so happy and excited about that. I'm, I'm, it's just, I'm like (laughs) every day. I love the fact it's exciting to get up every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I can't wait to go to bed because I can't yeah, wait to get up. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I love yeah, it. Yeah, that's a simple notion we've 
lost sight of putting one foot in front of the other. (laughs) We're too busy at looking at other people on top of the mountain, and that just doesn't get us anywhere. It only makes us fall back. No, nowhere. It's not even a thing. And it's, I love, I love the, uh, I did listen to a really good Tony Robbins today. I need to make sure I share that one with you on, it was like on YouTube or whatever. When I was working on my organizing, I was trying to get some good ones in there. But, um, uh, I love the thing. I think I got this from him too. When I went to the seminar was about problems and hardships are the number one place you learn and grow. Mm-hmm. So when you're in one and it seems so terrible if you can reframe it that, oh my God, this is a gift. Like the learning and growth I'm going to get out of this. If everything's just easy and nothing all the time, you become complacent, number one. But you also don't learn and grow. Mm-hmm. Because nobody else can do that for you either. Mm-hmm. You have to go through the hardship. You have to go through the difficulty. Mm-hmm. And then it really sticks to your ribs. And you really learned. And you mm-hmm. really grew. You know? Mm-hmm. And when you reframe problems as opportunities to learn and grow, mm-hmm. they become exciting. Mm-hmm. Of like, okay, all right, what do you got, mofo? I'm on this, you know. So, mm-hmm. it that's another great one that I feel like I really have deep in my gullet now. When things are going a little awry, mm-hmm. it's like exciting to yeah, overcome yeah, yeah. it because mm-hmm. then I can be even stronger. Mm-hmm. You know, I yeah, love that. Yeah, I feel that too. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, this is actually kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, I did it. <laughs> yeah, I did it. This is mm-hmm. I need this problem. Yeah, yeah, you do. <laughs> How else do you learn and grow? Yeah. I mean, really. Yeah. So two things that are difficult. Yeah. Were this there like any turning points in the beginning of when you started Luckets of where um you sort of felt like things weren't working out and there needed to be a shift and it was like a shift in you that happened that allowed an elevation of the business or Um, well, Let's see. Uh, This is when my not great memory is always uh, tricky to remember what. I know that I, for so long, was like too worried about everybody being happy. Meaning Mm -hmm. the vendors, meaning everybody around me, at my own expense. You know, Mm -hmm. when things, I mean, you know, here's one of the things I talk about with business that's interesting is that, you know, I've said this line many times, like, just because you make the greatest pies in the world doesn't mean you're going to have a great pie shop. Because Mm -hmm. just because you're great at making pies, the business of running a pie shop is completely and utterly different and almost the opposite of making pies, Mm -hmm. you know? Two different art forms. Two (laughs) completely different art forms. And oftentimes, business, let's just say you open a pie shop, the amount of time it takes to make all those pies... It's almost uh, unimaginable to uh, be on top of all the other games, you know, your employees and your finances. Mm -hmm. How much, I remember Terry asking after many years of making a million cakes, Mm -hmm. she never knew how much an egg cost. Like one, how many eggs went into this cake? Mm -hmm. That's a business person. Mm -hmm. A great chef isn't thinking about that. They Mm -hmm. wanna know the taste of the cake and how much it takes to make it better. Mm -hmm. But they don't know how much that cake costs. Nine times out of ten, because that's not where their head's at, you know? Mm -hmm. So to find the uh, line between those two things is really tricky, you know? Because Mm -hmm. you're busy running your business. It's all you can take to make all those pies. So how are you getting the time to then figure out all this other stuff, you know? You want to... 
you know, you gotta be open every day, you've gotta be there, you're shopping for the ingredients. So how does all that work? You know, it's very, very delicate and tricky situation. So for me, one of the things that I thought of right from the get-go as I, one of my models, and it's this model to this day, is finding ways to let other people pay for all my stuff. That's a good model. <laughs> it's a really good model. But it is a good model. So yeah. it's like, well, how can I not be the one to absorb all this cost? Mm-hmm. But then you can also, um, you can delude yourself mm-hmm. if you're not paying really close attention. Because what happened was, so for me, I always viewed Luckett's as being a place that had what I call a really strong foundation. It had so many bricks in its foundation that if any one brick got chipped out, it wouldn't really affect it. One person leaves me, even if I, like if you're an individual person had a little store downtown Leesburg, and let's just say you got really sick for a month, mm, you're kind of in trouble. If you were the one sitting behind the counter, Blah, blah, blah. You can't afford staff. A lot of small business owners, it's exactly what they do. They, they're the ones behind the counter. They're finding this stuff. And that was me for many years. I sat behind the counter at Wood's End. I sat behind the counter at Luckett's when we were first there. I moved my own stuff. I had no guys. I mean, I didn't have anything. Um, but what I did have was the income from the dealers. Mm-hmm. And so I always was like, okay, if they pay the mortgage and they pay the expenses, then I get to sell for free and I get the value of the building. So mm. then it was like, as we grew and grew, then it was, you know, we put a sales commission in because they got bigger and bigger. So things like the bags, the utilities, like everything got more expensive. But the truth is I didn't keep up with what I charged them. They paid a very low rate and we became more and more and more successful in mm-hmm. requiring more staff members, more this, more that. Everything became more, but they didn't pay anymore. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I don't want to hear anybody's feelings. Well, there were many vendors in there paying, you know, $300 a month. That's $10 a day to mm-hmm. be part of the old Luckett store. For $10 a day, you had a full-time staff. Your bags were taken care of. Your mm-hmm. credit card stuff was taken care of. Your utilities were paid. $10 a day. Mm-hmm. Well, it cost, this is what went through my mind. It costs like $100 to sleep in a hotel. Mm-hmm. So you go there, you sleep for one day. Mm-hmm. I was charging $10 a day to basically run your business for you. Mm-hmm. And I was like... And your expenses went up and theirs didn't. And theirs didn't. So, yeah. so at one point, I did like a small rent increase for everybody. And then, and then at another point, I added the sales commission, which was a 10% sales commission they had to pay. And then just in the last like... It was last. It was a year ago, August, I think. I raised the 10% to 15% because their, their rent is still cheap. It's still mm-hmm. cheap comparatively, and particularly considering they're in one of the best—not one of, but the best store you could be in. But it was really hard for me to do that because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, they're all a bunch of small business people, and and I did it all at my own expense. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't making a single penny off of Luckett's store. I was making money off of selling my goods there. And then I was paying rent. As it turned out, what happened was I started paying more and more rent because I didn't want to charge them more. Mm. And all of a sudden, I'm like, man, now we got to shift all this around because this is crazy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 
but there was a lot of adjustments. There's always adjustments to be made. You got to sit back. Mm-hmm. That's what we have a little saying called slow down to speed up. It's like mm-hmm. you slow down, mm-hmm. calm down, yeah. be quiet for a while, evaluate mm-hmm. what you're doing. Don't always be surging toward the next project, idea. What else can we do? Mm-hmm. Be quiet and don't sit with it. of a lot of stuff doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sit with it and see what, where your corrections. That's, I keep talking about me and Amy at the manor last year. But us taking three days to just think about it, three days. And we just thought about our whole year. We thought about everything we do. And we did. We had notebooks and lists. And we were actually very effective together. Because we can, Amy and I can argue stuff out mm-hmm. and not get mad at each other. And we can just keep mm-hmm. beating on it. Very productive. Yeah. Very productive. And this year was our most successful year we ever had. Mm-hmm. Now, some things had, a, like the fair, had to do with the weather. I mean, come on. I mean, mm-hmm. it's popular anyway, but the weather was perfect. So, mm-hmm. you know that's going to yield it always would have yielded a really good result if the weather cooperated so mm-hmm. you know Which but the Hollywood house on the other hand of the time. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> somehow yeah torrential somehow. downpours yeah well in may is a rainy time of year so yeah. we could change the time of year it is but mm-hmm. it's been that way for 21 years now so mm-hmm. it's like just let it be <laughs> mm-hmm but I think that's the important thing, too, like in business, to not get too locked into any certain thing, but to always, always be ready to be malleable or pliable to the situation. And because I am a little bit too much of a soft touch, I mean, I should have been way harsher on all those vendors all along. Should have mm-hmm. been like, they needed to make a certain sales quota, because if they don't, they're not paying me much of the 15%. Mm-hmm. That's not adding up. I asked them all this year, I was like, why are you all still here? Is it because you're passionate and you love it? Is it because you make a living at it? Is it an old boyfriend you forgot to break up with? You just keep doing it because it's what you've been doing, but you don't really give a shit. And your room has been sitting the same for five years. And your sales are like $100 a month. My sales are like $50,000 a month. What are yours? $500? $200? I should have been like, if you don't make a certain... Sales quota, you gotta go because that means you're not serious about what you're doing here. Mm-hmm. And I only want like level 10 awesome people who are into this, not mm-hmm. people who are kind of doing it for a little side hobby. This mm-hmm. isn't the store for that, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> yeah, well, you put so much into it, it's you're trying to bring the business up to there. So, yeah, well, and also that was the other thing I gave them so much, I gave them the fair. Like, nobody gets a massive event with you know 10,000 people coming to your property. Mm-hmm. And then I gave them the Holly Open House, I gave them the monthly design houses, which was a bump every month. So, when those things started going away, like the fair moved to Berryville, the design house went to every weekend, so there wasn't that big last weekend and then even the big huge holiday open house weekend got spread out mm-hmm. all of a sudden all those things got taken away from them and they all started getting all whiny and complaining i was like i didn't owe you i owe you this footprint you're in i didn't owe you massive events every month who mm-hmm. do you what do you think i <laughs> mm-hmm. that was a bonus mm-hmm. so i've learned i mean that whole thing nice but firm you know and I did care more about everybody else than I cared about myself. And now I'm starting to level that out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, I care about you all, but I care about this business that mm-hmm. being the best it could be. And my well-being, not in a monetary way, because I know that will always follow. I know it will. I'm mm-hmm. 100% on that. But uh, um, in a way, 
that, that's right. I don't know. It's, just, it's right. You know, mm-hmm. it's a premium. They're at a premium place, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and But you think about other little tweaks you can do just when you're quiet for a minute like mm-hmm. this. And it does end up being monetary, but it's just a genius thought. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about the retreat. And I was like, I was just sitting there one night. I was like, well, it is the truth that most weekdays it's empty. But it's kind of expensive. It's $500 a night during the week. So I was like, what if I made a, a special thing called midweek retreat? You have to rent it for two nights, like Tuesday night and Wednesday night are the only ones, and it's $250 a night. Well, that's still $500 that I didn't have before. If I did that four times a month, that's $2,000 extra dollars a month just for me thinking of a cute little thing called midweek retreat. Mm-hmm. That's what slowing down to speed up looks like, mm-hmm. just like the ticket sales, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, see what you got. What, what are your you assets? Can, yeah, yeah. yeah. How can you monetize you your can assets? Use it yeah. Better, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not costing me anything more. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Just like, again, the ticket sales. Mm-hmm. It was no cost. Like it was shift. actually cheaper. Yeah. It was just a shift in thinking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing because, again, everything's not about money at all. But if you can be smarter, why would you not be smarter? Mm-hmm. Like that is such a good example. Mm-hmm. And the ticket thing, because everybody was happier. Everybody was happier. And we monetized it. Mm -hmm. And we ended up doing phenomenal. I mean, we did unbelievably well. And Mm -hmm. you're like, for doing nothing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then it gives you freedom to, you know, do other things. Mm -hmm. You don't feel like, of money, you know? You don't want to feel like that. creativity more. Yeah. To get it to that next level. I don't want material things. Like, I I mean, I like, this is good. Fantastic, you know? Mm -hmm. It's like, I want to be able to do stuff. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I don't want to have to worry about it. I do not want to be like, oh, I'm not sure if I can. No. I want, you're a badass lady. She's like, you have the mindset, money flows freely to me. That's it. That's all. Mm -hmm. It's not a thing. I don't even have to think about it. When you get in that mindset, you start coming up with these little tweaks, and then it does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't have to oh, think about it. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's a big reason for doing the podcast and um, just taking that step back. And it, when you're doing it and having this long form conversation, it's sort of like that slow down, and you step back and you can look at the picture and examine it with other people. and just like with other podcasts like it's so enjoyable to see other people do that and to hear them step back and look at their environment um but then being able to promote that for other people that's why I want to do this is to show people that they can have these long-form conversations and they can step back and look at things and mm-hmm. yeah. um, get a better view so they can make the appropriate adjustments yeah. they need to make. Yeah, yeah. I think it, it's such a cool thing that we don't utilize as much because we sort of, we're used to texting and sort of quick oh, interactions. Yeah. And yes. Like yeah. When I come home, it's it's interesting trying to get together with friends because everyone wants to hang out, but then you only have like one little tiny like space when you can hang out with this person because everyone wants to hang out but then you hang out with everyone just a little bit and you don't really doesn't really feel like you fully caught up with that person through just like a little yeah a little hangout or whatever so yeah it's it's cool to make those times where you like sit down and And actually hash it out you're (laughs) right you're right we don't conversate that much anymore Mm -hmm. at all you Mm -hmm. know i kind of hate texting for that very reason you don't just use your words and just talk and the intonations and mm-hmm. the, all that 
gets lost. It's mm. all lost. It's just words now. Yeah, it's mm. a shame. Yeah, and the ability to freestyle too. Yeah. For me, that's why this is so valuable. Is because I'm I grew up in the texting generation, so yeah. I'm pretty good at like writing out a complex message because I can work through it and I can really say it how I want to say it. But then if I was to freestyle that same message, it would be a lot choppier and yeah, and not yeah. as um yeah. concise. So it's it's cool getting the practice to yeah. to do that more. Yeah. yeah. I know. I'm still excited about the possibility this year. Not the possibility, but doing the the dinner thing. The learn teaching learning dinners. That's mm. one thing that's got me really excited. I'm gonna start so small with just a small group of friends to get used to the feeling of it mm-hmm. and then go a little bigger, then go a little bigger, and then also possibly use the manner for that like using it to strangers. But I think that just connecting with mm-hmm. some folks. Mm-hmm just because you know and sharing fun ideas and yeah and going into it with that intention like I think it would be so great for everyone um like the idea might be weird at first going mm-hmm. and staying with a group of strangers mm-hmm. for a weekend or whatever mm-hmm. it is but yeah. then when you're in that environment and you go in everyone goes in with that same intention of yeah. whatever it is like yeah. you've got to teach one thing or yeah yeah then it sort of creates this point where you can connect and then we remember how awesome it is to connect with random people because right, right. everyone knows something different and has gone through different stuff. We all stuff. have so much knowledge that mm-hmm. we can all be learning from each other all the time. Mm-hmm. And you make that connection through your knowledge. It's mm-hmm. amazing. Amazing. You're like, everybody, like I said, I don't know much about furniture. Everybody has that and they know mm-hmm. a ton of stuff about all kinds mm-hmm. of cool things that can yeah. be helpful and interesting. Oh, yeah. this is making me think of a TED Talk I just listened to and it was about this girl who did these group meetings for uh, I don't think it was AA but it was something along those lines where it may have just been like a group counseling thing where people went there and just just to talk in a group and to have that and she started doing this thing where she was asking people what they want Mm -hmm. and everyone was like oh it seems weird but she's like no like give me the biggest thing you want and she said every time they would be able to get that person what they wanted because all the people in the group mm-hmm. all had different resources. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think this yeah. there was like this guy there who was like this really goofy looking guy and he was usually like the devil's advocate and just like he was pretty grumpy. And they, But they just all accepted him and they sort of liked him like when he wasn't there they felt weird he wasn't there even though he was super weird and he said he wanted a girlfriend and they would all go and ask their friends and finally they got him a girlfriend <laughs> and he was like amazed and she started doing these talks like all over uh-huh, and that's cool she would this one lady wanted like a she wanted like a a dog like a retirement place for dogs mm-hmm. like um i forget what those are called mm-hmm. um like a place for old dogs to come and she takes care of them Mm -hmm. and one of the ladies who was also in the group her mom or her husband had just or her mom's husband sorry had just passed away 
and they had that, and she was like, oh. I need someone to come run oh, this. Yeah. <laughs> and she was yeah, like, Yeah, it's insane. She was like, well, You just have to ask. It's pretty insane. <laughs> and you have to put it out I've there. Seen, yeah, it's insane when you see the cause... level of that truth, too. Mm-hmm. When you're clear on what you want, that whole, you know, walls of attraction thing, mm-hmm. boy, is it powerful. Mm-hmm. It's almost insane. Yeah, and how much we could support each other. Like, <laughs> yeah. you have this, and this is yeah. what I want, and yeah. I don't really right want it, so I'll just give it to you. It's all right there. When, it's yeah. insane how powerful that is. That is it's crazy, yeah, yeah. It's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite one of that was years ago at the shop. I said, uh, I think way back when the design house was open every weekend for a while, and then we switched it to once a month, and then we switched it back now. But we said, uh, I said, you know what we really need? We need an older lady who doesn't have because everybody had family and this and that and soccer games and all this stuff, and nobody could do it regularly. We need somebody whose family has grown, who's just kind of hanging out and doesn't care that it's the weekend. It's not that meaningful to them because they don't work anymore, blah, blah, blah. Honest God, like the next day, this lady walks in. She goes, I was just driving by your store. I've never <laughs> been by here before. And I don't know what compelled me to pull in. <laughs> but she's like, I'd love to like work in a place like this. And we fucking hired her. And she, <laughs> an older lady. And she was an older lady. And she, uh, her kids were grown. Like it was literally exactly that. To me, was like almost scary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the world gives you what you need. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was funny though. That was level mm-hmm. ten stuff mm-hmm. right there. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Well, we're what two days away from. 2020. 2020, the next, the next 2020. chapter. <laughs> I see that. I keep seeing it. It's so funny clarity. to me that that I have not. Uh, I'm curious to see. I see the paper has a whole section on it, but I'm curious to see. I'm like when I keep saying my thought about that about you know the year of clarity, the year of like you know all of us you know having a clear vision because it's 2020. Visible me. What cracks me up is. Uh, Every time I say that to people, they don't know what they don't make the connection. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> I'm like, that is I'm like 2020, like that. clear vision. That's like you're not seeing that. <laughs> yeah. We all have glasses now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the craziest thing. As a matter of fact, you just got blinders on. <laughs> you ain't looking the right way. <laughs> Nobody's nobody puts together. Yeah, the 2020 and the clear vision. Like, uh. <laughs> I'd be curious to read like the the yearly like horoscope prediction. I know, this. I'm excited. I wonder if that yeah. has to do with clarity. Yeah, I know, I know. I think this is going to be a year. Uh, it just to me, it just has no limits because I, I can see so many things more clearly now. You know, mm-hmm. like that the limits are are. There's some, uh, I made bean soup over there and I made a rice with cauliflower and broccoli. I just was cleaning out my fridge. Yeah. Uh, or it's a quinoa rice with cauliflower and broccoli. I'll get on some of that. <laughs> I like bean soup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like bean soup and fresh salsa. But um, yeah, it's going to be a really exciting year. Really exciting. Mm-hmm. So Because you just have to decide what you want, mm-hmm. you know, and how you. And then you get to do it, you know? Mm-hmm. That's great. Mm-hmm. So good. But I'm really excited about amplifying my communication skills. And I know I have it all there. 
Mm-hmm. I just have to get focused, mm-hmm. you know, and I know I can. Yeah. It's done. Yeah, yeah. I feel the same, which is my reason for doing yeah. this. It's yeah. like, just make it happen. Make it happen. <laughs> yeah, it. that's it. That's exactly it. Yeah. Just make Speaking it happen. That, yeah. You said make it happen. I already said they were at uh, Charles and Second and Charles, the bookstore. Mm-hmm. In Hagerstown, she said it was like a big band of free books. She goes, well, I'm going to stick it right out. It just said I had to get it for you, Dad. I was like, because it was free? She goes, no. It said, man, got to make shit happen. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you know, but it didn't spell shit. It had like two asterisks. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I get it. <laughs> it's funny. Make it happen. Make shit happen. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I'm yeah, my thing is just... thinking about me when you saw that book sticking out. It's just like, mm, this is a free book. <laughs> yeah, my thing is... Uh just having more conversations with people that are like that like we mentioned earlier in this like that point where you're slowing down um and sort of kind of checking what your environment is so you know when you speed up you're you're going in the right direction and you're um utilizing what you have you're not trying to floor it while you're in first well, gear so or something that like I that came from is that Dale used to race motorcycles and it was like instead of just being like a maniac with the you know throttle all the way you know everything wide open and it always hitting curves and jumps and all that is like getting to that point of having the realization if I slow down and take these things you know thoughtfully and know what's coming up and all that business Mm -hmm. that actually slowing down is helping him Mm -hmm. you know and it saved a ton of energy even though I had it done Mm-hmm. It's just like that much more in the tank. Mm-hmm. It was, everything was smooth instead of just like rattling. Yeah, a lot yeah. more you know, efficient. You're coming through it. It ain't yeah. the same as when you're just. Shoo, yeah, yeah, almost. you're moving yeah. efficient and yeah. swift. Yeah. yeah, it's like that in soccer too. You can have all the speed in the world, but you need the vision too. Yeah. If you yeah. don't, you can run down the whole field, but if you don't see your teammate right there standing in front of the goal, yes. wasted play right there. Yes, it's exactly the same thing. It's exactly yeah. the same with everything in life. It's like slowing down to see the vision. Get clarity, and those little moments buy you so much more than if you were just going 100 miles an hour all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. It's exciting, very exciting year. I'm just can't even, I can't even stand it. When I think about mm-hmm. this past year, I can't even stand it. Like mm-hmm. all the things that happened, you mm-hmm. know. I mean, it's kind of mind blowing. It's mind blowing that we're sitting in this house. You mm-hmm. know. I mean, mm-hmm. those are all big steps. You mm-hmm. know, that are exciting and. Mm-hmm. I don't take any of it for granted. I never take anything for granted every day. I'm unimaginably grateful. Some days I'm mm-hmm. some days I'm literally overwhelmed <laughs> that I just Whoa! <laughs> Damn! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then that's that's almost another challenge too is that um not letting your your happiness blind you or that that excitement blind you and mm-hmm. still being smart even though you've got that because you can get that like excitement of joy and then be too impulsive so oh, you have yeah. to learn that's its oh, yeah. own like level of finesse too yeah yeah um, well that's the good news about having had problems and this and that you had to solve over time it does tend to make you more savvy mm-hmm. and knowing that things can be fleeting mm-hmm. you know just knowing that and then and playing your cards right all yeah. the time, just you know, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, hundred percent correct. That's always the case with people who like make make it too quickly, you know, whether they're a movie star, or a musician, or whatever, and they make a ton of money and they go bonkers. Mm-hmm. I mean, they probably could have lived for a pretty long time, 
love of what they make, but they mm-hmm. never do it. They just mm-hmm. go crazy because they think it's going to last yeah. forever. It's funny how much that happens and nobody yeah. seems to get them. Yeah. <laughs> or they literally like overdose. Like it's crazy how many rappers and stuff these days are. Oh, yeah. Like huge guys are just. Yeah, it is crazy. Just going too hard, too fast, and then it's all gone. That's why I haven't been, like, I feel pretty good with the route that I've been going because it's just slow and steady. Like, I know it's it's on its way to the point where I see it being. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, like, with this uh, the family counselor type stuff that I've been wanting to get into, I had that thought and it, I started doing the school and then next thing I knew I was working with a family that wanted me to do everything. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm like an integral part of their family. Yeah. Um, you had, you knew what you wanted and there, mm-hmm. there it is. It's just, it is so crazy. Mm-hmm. And it's funny for me now, it's like funny when you're saying these things to people who are like, you're a psycho. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot believe that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Did you know Yeah. <laughs> you did. Yeah, did. In all the best ways. All the best ways. You're fucking right, you are. <laughs> it's a good burden to let off your shoulder and just accepting that we're all crazy in our own yeah. ways and yeah. it doesn't yeah. matter. Utilize that. Yup. Your craziness is what exactly people right. love. My craziness is what had me <laughs> looking this morning to get $4,000 worth of windows for a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. Same shit. Yeah. Ain't nothing different. Somebody else would be gladly to go through the line and make sure they're the right ones. Yeah. I know they are. Yeah. And I'm not standing in line for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like how I many people, how many people, uh, how many like YouTubers and stuff are just doing crazy weird stuff and they got yeah. millions of followers. People yeah. love it and they're just, yeah. they're yeah. just embracing like the, the weird, the yeah. chaos. And- yeah. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing though. They're thinking differently. They're mm-hmm. thinking outside the box. They're and they're just doing it. Like mm-hmm. I said, just do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See mm-hmm. what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. It's really cool. Really great. Well, it's great to know that potential is limitless. Mm-hmm. You know, and just embracing it mm-hmm. and having that self confidence. That's what. Uh, when you feel bad, I was listening to a meditation yesterday morning that. The the guy kept saying, "May I ease your suffering?" Um, he he said one of the most integral questions there is is how can I help? Mm-hmm. If you need to know one question that you should have, it's that. And so during the meditation, he continues to say, "How can I help?" And then, "May I ease your suffering?" And uh, it was really interesting because certain people's faces kept popping up for me right away. And it was just like, I was overwhelmed with, may I ease your suffering? And that I was, I was literally like, it's emotional for me. Because it's like when you get into that, you know that you have the power within you, even without ever talking to that person or anything, but your, your energy and your thought processes and all that. Mm-hmm. And it was, those are two really good and powerful lines, mm-hmm. really. So simple. Mm-hmm. It's always so simple. And always... Mm-hmm. Again, the entire universe mm-hmm. from your toes and top mm-hmm. of your head. Yeah, thinking about potential, I I like the example of thinking of an atomic bomb. An atomic bomb is like a huge explosion from splitting atoms. So all that energy is locked up in those atoms. Yeah. How many atoms do you have inside of you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a yeah. kajillion. Yes. 
Yes. That's why I started <laughs> to say that. You, you brought me back around. You, is when you know the potential, but you see so Like, I think that's, in the end of the day, what my, like, life's, you know, purpose is going to have been. When you see someone, for me, it's, like, guttural, who's suffering and they're not realizing their potential because mm-hmm. they can't get out of this lock, this grip that they're in. It is just so painful for me to see that or watch that happening that I feel like I feel deep down that that's my ultimate. All this goofy stuff of selling stuff, lab deck, all that is just like so surface mm-hmm. to when you meet and see people that are so have so much within them, but they're so stopped by their own suffering for whatever mm-hmm. it may be and whatever its cause may have been that it's like. And I feel myself just pushing harder and harder into that for my final third, mm-hmm. you know, that it's going to be so strong in that direction. And mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's exciting, really, because mm-hmm. you want to have made a difference. Yeah. And had a, you know, in the end of the day, we all have a limited time here, so all mm-hmm. whatever, and it's like you want to do the very best with it that you can, mm-hmm. you know, every day, every day. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that resonates with something you said earlier and... Um, something that my meditation teacher said is that generally people are trying to heal themselves and once they get healed they want to heal other people mm-hmm. once you mm-hmm. kind of figure mm-hmm. out your own kinks and whatever mm-hmm. then you mm-hmm. you you just yes, have sir. this internal yeah. drive to give it back yeah <laughs> yes yes you'd explode if you didn't <laughs> yeah 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 no, it really you, explode. you wouldn't you wouldn't be a contained Especially if it's that kind of feeling mm-hmm. of when you're delivered from whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It's like, at that point, then you have to share it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no way you can't. Mm-hmm. There's no way you can't take the time that you've been given back mm-hmm. to share that too. Yeah. Even if you don't say one word, mm-hmm. you're just able to give the time that you thought you could never afford mm-hmm. or you couldn't stop. Mm-hmm. It take a minute. Yeah, good shit. <laughs> yeah, good that's the shit. cat. Good shit. Whew, <laughs> <laughs> what an episode. That was fire. Sorry for the um, lack of quality. That's going to keep getting better as we do this. This is a learning curve, trying to figure it all out. And I just wanted to let you guys know that song at the beginning was a song I just dropped on Spotify. Go check it out. America's popping now. And I hope you guys will tune in with the next episode. We got more great stuff to come. Peace.